Previously on Into the Yonder Void. So Nez entered the mushroom house and was talking to that, you know, the mom. And uh, mushrooms started malfunctioning and shaking. It was a really wild sight. And then uh, suddenly things were fine and Nez was fine. I don't know what exactly went down in there, but uh, I think it's all the mushrooms' fault. Anyway, uh, so after that, then we, we, you know... We started on our next adventure here, and we're on our way to rescue some kids. The D20 Syndicate presents Into the Yonder Void. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. How do you do? Greetings and salutations. Shut up! Yeah! Fuck out of here with that shit. Shut your fuck up. A D&D 5E actual... shut up! A D&D 5E actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth, and around the table we have our players. Hey, I'm Billy and I play Nez. I am Tomas and I play Gildebrand. Are we doing robot voice? Is that what that was? Not anymore. <laughs> I'm Lindsay and I play Fee. And I'm Michaela, and I play Can. That's right. Each week we record for your listening pleasure. This is episode 28. Eight, eight. Holy shit. Every 20. week? Seriously? Whoa. Oh, man. Every week. Damn. How do we afford time for that? Only Not once a week? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just once a week. That's all they get. That's Almost all they can handle. 30. Man, we should get more praise for giving people dope content every week. But not on your Yeah, but only once anymore. a week? <laughs> but we can drink, though. <laughs> Yeah, we could have drank for seven years. Seven it's years of drinking. Super impressive. 28. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people don't don't give us enough credit. You're right. We, you know, there's never been a single week that we have missed in all the years we have been doing this. Well, guess what? Someone did give us praise because we got a review. <gasps> oh, shit. No. Oh, shit. This may be our best review ever. Contender really? with uh, the fuck is this from Screamiest. No. Um... This was given on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a review anywhere you want. We'll find it. This person went to the right place. Uh, a five-star <laughs> review. This is from Jace One Fox. It simply is titled Service. And then it says, This is the worst Wendy's I have ever been to. Yeah. <laughs> we agree. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, if you're coming here for patties, you are in the wrong spot. Yeah, I want to speak you gotta be with coming your here manager, parties. sir. This is a Wendy's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you want to like air your grievances, uh, you can just be vague and yeah, talk shit about your Wendy's. The airing <laughs> of grievances, the feats of strength. <laughs> uh, it's a festivist miracle. Well, thank you. What was the name? Jace One Fox. Thanks, Jace One Fox, for that sweet shout out. We really appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time to, to do that uh, and let us know that you're actually listening by saying this is the worst Wendy's I've ever been to. <laughs> Hell yeah! As as if this is your first time listening, that is something of a joke that we mentioned about our reviews. So we are not a Wendy's. We are not affiliated with Wendy's yet and uh so yeah it's, it's just a joke don't get confused if you see that review or we are we we have delicious food 
But if you are Wendy's, we'll take some Frosties. If you're Wendy's and you want to sponsor us, <laughs> yeah. leave us a review and just say all the details <laughs> in the review along with five we'll stars. We'll think about it. Yeah. Air it to the Don't world. listen to him. If you're a Wendy's and you want to sponsor us, leave us a Frosty. <laughs> <laughs> Just squeeze that it in. That's a fax. Please. <laughs> Faxes of Frosty. Frosties <laughs> <laughs> uh, are good, though. They're, They're so good. good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I hate how good they are. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I absolutely love that they have that tiny little junior size, so when you're like, mm-hmm. I fucking want a Frosty, but yes. you're like, mm, but I also don't want to, like... Feel like shit, mm-hmm. and you don't want to have to take time to use a spoon. <laughs> you can it's just perfect. squeeze yeah, it into like your a frosty face. shooter. <laughs> oh, it's so perfect. <laughs> just like at a stoplight, <laughs> doesn't just even a, touch the tongue. I've just just like right down the hole, right down the gullet. full of them. Just <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now it's time for tonight's around the campfire question. Yeah. <laughs> Twangy guitar. <laughs> so this question comes from our pal and Discord member and from our Marshall status patron and Discord member, Sias. Sias wants to know, where is a place in this realm or another that you would like to visit? And you know what? I am going to start with Gil. Well, probably one of the most well-known things about me is how well-traveled I am. I've been all over the place. I don't even remember all the places that I've been. Uh, Really, I don't. But I would have to say there inside the Feywild, there is like an inner circle. And my dad and I were never allowed inside of it. So I'm very curious what is going on in there, and I would like to hang out there. It seems like where the top-tier party people hang out, so I would like to see that. Very nice. All right. Fee. So hopefully this counts, because I guess I've technically been there, but I don't even remember. So I would like to go to the Feywild in general and see all the things there and see all the creatures that I read about and different like places and things that I've read. I, I see them come to life, I guess, again. So, yeah, that just sounds pretty fun to me. It also sounds pretty magical. So one day. Very nice. Yeah. Thank you, Fee. Can. So, I don't even know if this place is actually real, and I don't know what it's called in, like, its language, or if there even is a language there, but I heard about it from this traveler. He seemed seedy, but maybe he was telling me the truth. But he was telling me about this plane, and he called it the Ashen Plane, and it's like volcanoes everywhere. And there, there's all this wildlife that grows and thrives in these volcanoes. And there are plants that grow from all of the lava and the ashes. And it sounds super cool. And there are like tons of insects. And they're really, really big. The ashen plant? Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. But, like, I also heard about these bugs, and they can fly, and they can jump, and they're huge. They're like, he told me that I could even, like, fit on the back of one. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) 
thank you for sharing. You're welcome. <laughs> That'd be cute. And Nez. <clears throat> and they don't even have to wear shoes. Their feet like don't get hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, father always kind of said I had a one track mind and I originally set out with my destination to be Kalaya gone in Avstand, and I still really, really would like to go there. But I don't, I don't really want to talk about it if that's okay. Um. Okay. Was Was there anything about Kalaya gone that 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 you would be willing to share that that kind of interested you? I hear they have delicious pastries. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for sharing, everyone. Well, how about we get started? How about it? Oh, yeah. How about it? When we last left off, you guys had split the party. Nezra and Gil went with Loom Tourmaline in order to go above ground to first snow, while below ground through the tunnels, Fee and Can were following Alori, the little mushroom child, who was going to lead to a, to a, a kind of an area outside of first snow the way that they go to and fro so you guys are going to rescue some mushroom children hopefully and we are going to start with can and fee so you guys step through the archway that alori had magically dissolved with his little panpipe or the call and response of his little flute with someone else in the tunnel and then asked if you guys would like to meet his friends. So you guys step into this darkened area and can, are you, do you still have your torch with you? Yes. You're keeping it lit and I assume Fee, you're also keeping your torch lit. Um, yeah, unless can's light is pretty bright. I mean, I have dark vision, but, um, I mean, yeah, it's a torch. It radiates, what, 20 feet, I think, is the mechanics. Um, and so, uh, yeah, you could comfortably put yours away if you didn't want to, but, you know, you also don't have to. It's up to you. Okay. Um, I mean, I won't I won't use it. I'll keep it nearby in case hers goes out, but, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So you guys move through the darkness uh, with this torch, and uh, eventually you guys get to uh, a, a larger area after this narrow little inlet, and you find yourselves almost immediately surrounded by little mushroom creatures. Aww. They are all like very excitedly jumping up and down. So there are varying heights. Some are as small as uh, as a lorry. Some are larger. Uh, but a lorry is like the kind of the bar for the the lowest height. Um, there's no one much smaller than him. But they're all kind of jumping around and very excited. And they're like, "Oh, lorry, a lorry, a lorry! You brought some, you brought some help!" And he's like, "Yeah, I brought some help, guys. These are two really strong adventurers who are gonna help us, uh, help everybody, and definitely not tell our moms." And they all kind of cheer. But you should know that your moms like really miss you, like a lot. And that gangs are not the way to do things. There's other well, ways to have fun. 
than just creating a gang and getting into mischief, I guess. You look like you want to say something. <laughs> I mean, sometimes gangs are okay. <laughs> if your gang you're... is like watering plants and uh, playing games and stuff. Yeah, and like doing some badass stuff too. <laughs> um, but like getting abducted and stuck outside your yeah. house, that's mm -mm. not... That's not it. Yeah, not <laughs> getting abducted, not something you should do in a gang for sure. So please change your ways, but we are here to help. And I think one of the, like, rule number one of being in a gang is don't upset your mom. And <laughs> you guys all did that. Like, right away. That, so, yeah, they're giving you, like, some weird looks. And Alori's like, no, they're, they're cool, though. They're cool. They, they... They're cool. They're here to help. There's some others too that are gonna, that are going to um, help above ground. We're gonna go through the tunnels, guys, and we're gonna we're gonna fight these bad guys that took our friends, and we're gonna we're gonna kill them. And then you hear on your shoulder, Fee. Yeah, we're gonna kill them. We're gonna kill everybody. Then maybe these guys can be our additional servants. I mean, Fee, you could have servants. You're my servant, and they could be yours. Is that how it normally works? You get, like, different tiers of servants? Yeah. I'm like, I'm at the top, and then you <laughs> have your servants, and then those servants can have servants, and uh, you guys all filter your money up to me. Uh, Fee joined an MLM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I that mean, sounds pretty good. I think that's my new business model. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know if I need servants and... I mean, I don't know. We'll see, though. Who knows? We'll see how mm. this goes, but we'll definitely be kicking some bad guy butt, for sure. Don't really have much of an enterprising spirit, I guess, Fee. That's it. That's a mark against you for servant. <laughs> hey, you did not you make it to silver level. You never even seen her sell, buddy. Yeah, um... Well, yeah, I'm I'm waiting to I, be impressed. So yeah, I have a song. Indication, Do you have a song for your business? I've, I've got a lot of songs. My name is Crumb. Everybody's gonna die if they cross me. Everybody's gonna die if they do a dumb thing. You must you must not have very many bard friends. I'm sorry. <laughs> but but uh So the the mushroom kids. Yeah, oh, mushroom yeah, kids. Yeah, the mushroom yes. kids. <laughs> and they're all they are very confused by all of this interaction. <laughs> they're just like staring at Alori like he has made a grievous error. <laughs> and he's like, No, they're they're I promise they're they're really cool and they're very strong. And one of them the uh they like even trapped me and they were able to do all sorts of stuff. Um wh where's Rabini? And from the back of the cavern, you guys hear like a, <laughs> and you guys see a, like a like a little light appear, a little flame, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and you hear, I'm right here, <laughs> and slowly, yes. some of the mushrooms start lighting up in this room, and you guys can see another mushroom child that is slightly bigger than a lorry sitting on a crate and smoking what appears to be some sort of, I don't know, some some object. It doesn't look like it's got a lot of smoke coming out of it. Kind of looks like rolled up leaves. <laughs> uh, but uh, he just like looks 
at you guys. You can see that he's wearing like a bandolier and uh, he's got like one shoulder pad on one side and it looks not very well crafted, but it looks like he thinks he is tough. Who are all these people that are helping us? So you're the Robini, huh? (laughs) What? You're the great Robini who's in charge of all these kids? He, he, like, takes a drag. I'm not in charge of all these kids, but I'm in charge here. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you're probably in charge of the ones who are stuck in cages. That's right. I got bumped up because, well, I was the highest rank and there wasn't anybody else. Yeah, because, like, your top guys got captured, right? Yeah, they did. And we gotta help them. Have you trained for that at all? Oh, we've been training. We've been training real good. (laughs) Montage to them, like, fighting with sticks and, (laughs) (laughs) like, I don't know, drawing game plans. Snowball fight. Yeah. (laughs) Experimenting with smoking different things and, like, one of them (laughs) choking and dying. (laughs) I'm like a poisonous mushroom stem or something. Having, uh... The races where you tie two legs together. I can't remember what they're called. Three-legged race. <laughs> Three-legged races. Yeah. Flying kites. <laughs> Underground. Yeah. Hey, indoor kite fly- flying is a, is a thing. Really? So, <laughs> oh what's, God, what's what? the deal? Like, we need the details so we can make a plan. Yeah, we do. So, here's what we're thinking. Well... Well, I don't need your opinions yet. (laughs) More like just the facts. Oh, okay, well, so here's what happened. We were there, and we were getting everything going. You know, we were making plans about our really badass gang activities that we were going to engage in, and we were holed up over in First Snow. (sighs) You heard of it? Yes. Yeah, yeah that, I mean that was we, that's like our destination. Yeah, we're on a yeah. mission. They told us we we know yeah. like generally what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Perfect. So I don't have to get you up to speed on first snow. Anyway, so all of a sudden these guys roll in, start taking over real powerful magic types, throwing our friends in cages. I bravely escaped, and then I was able to gather some of the troops who were out scouting, and we've been waiting for our opportunity to strike ever since. <laughs> can I roll in? Can I roll so insight I, that he? I don't know. Escaped. Yeah, and like you can all roll that's true. Okay. What were you gonna say, Ken? That's a great story. Thank you. Um, But also, I think we need the stuff like, what are the numbers? Have you seen how they have arranged the cages? Are they locked? Uh, Are they locked magically or like with a physical lock? Things like that. Did you notice any weaknesses or anything? I rolled a 17 for insight. Um, you get the idea that he's very full of himself, uh, but probably also a little bit scared, and he is the sole person who's got to remain calm in front of all of these children, and you get, you definitely get, like, a trepidatious vibe from him, Fee, like he's putting on an act. Okay. 
I didn't see any of that stuff on account of having to f- focus on es- on escaping. So, um, I know the cages are made of metal, and I know that these guys are real big and real tough. So how do you think you can handle that? Uh, Oh yeah. Do they have any weapons? They have weapons. What kind? Some of them have swords. Others had spears. One lady had like magic powers. She was like the scariest one. What did she look like? She had like purpley skin and kind of like a weird texture to it, kind of like reptilian almost, and. Um, yeah, she, she had, like, really pretty eyes, um, but their, their, their boss, the guy that, like, is in charge of them is, like, this big, huge guy. He's, like, 15, 20 feet tall or something, and he's, like, covered in armor, and he's just, he was, I mean, he was able to just, like, throw people into the cages without even trying. When we get there, they're gonna be, like, Teletubbies. (laughs) <laughs> why do they want to why do they want to hold on to your gang well our our theory and mostly on account of us overhearing this stuff is that they're planning to basically make it so that all the adults in the village are too focused on finding us and then they're going to attack and ransack the, the village did you tell the village at all no, we've just been scouting out because, um, well, we figured if we went in, we would get grounded. But, uh, but also because we're trying to figure this out from the outside. So, but then couldn't they attack your village because they, and it would be a surprise attack because they don't have your information about that? Doesn't that seem bad too? Um,. <laughs> yeah, that seems real bad. Yeah, maybe... He watches, like, the other mushroom kids are, like, kind of looking at him differently now. <laughs> maybe designate someone to maybe go tell, if not your parents, maybe a grown-up. And then, uh, I do have a question. How did you escape? Oh, that was easy. One of the guys was trying to throw me in a cage, and I bit him on the face. Then, when he was busy being hurt... I ran. That was one of the things I wanted Very to bravely. for. Okay. All right. He tasted bad, too. Real salty. Okay. So are you going with us, Mr. Robini? I'm going to lead you there. Okay, perfect. Do you guys have any weapons or, like, skills? Oh, I got skills. But no weapons. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck. Do you guys have weapons we can have? Oh, um, man. Can you give us weapons, okay. please, mommy? I mean, lady. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, let's, think. let's see what we have. So you're a gang with no weapons. We use uh, other tactics, but also some of the higher-ups, they were the ones with, with the weapons. We're not like an aggressive gang. We're just like a, a gang of people who aren't going to be told when to go to bed and stuff. <laughs> if that makes sense, you know, like standard gang stuff, staying, I, staying up late, drinking, drinking stuff. I do feel better about this gang. Um, that's good to know. But in this case, when we're trying to rescue people, we, we do definitely need weapons. Um, 
Yeah, well, I mean, there's weapons at first snow, um, and but they kind of confiscated or probably took yeah. them. So, like, that's just like what bandits do, I think. Yeah, um, okay, I mean, so let me look around here. Do you guys like, ha- are there any like roots or like something like a rope or you want some gear? That we were talking about, we got some rope. What about roots? I mean, like nice long ones. There's some that come through, yeah, in the tunnels. Okay, bring me some. Some roots? They're yeah. big. They're the really big. You want little roots? Yeah, like little roots that are maybe like as tall as your body, but light enough for you to like thrash around. Okay, and, yeah. And he snaps his fingers. And maybe. And a, Maybe some rope too, just in case. He snaps his fingers again, and some of the kids kind of scatter. All right, what's ma- the next step in your plan? Now we're gonna switch back to Gil and Nez. You guys have just encountered a stag uh, that approached a massive stag with a huge rack of antlers, many, 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 many tines, and uh, it apparently through your mind, was able to communicate with you. Mm. And it said, hello. You said that to both of us? Yep. Both of you guys heard that in your heads. All right. Not even skipping a beat. (laughs) I'm going to be like, hey, what's up, man? What's (laughs) happening? Nez, do you say anything? He was about to. Like, his mouth was open. (laughs) But then he heard Gil, and he's, like, kind of taken aback and surprised. And so he's just going to kind of let that happen. Are you intrepid adventurers? What was that? Are you intrepid adventurers? What is an adventurer? Adventurers. Oh, sorry, it must be the dialect. Uh, yeah, totally, dude. Have you seen any stuff that needs adventuring? There's a cave to the north. There are some children of the Basidi... Being held captive, I noticed that. I was just on my way to inform my other. Your other what? My other. I am a familiar. Oh. Who who were you going to go inform? What's their name? Well, I don't know if I trust you yet. Oh, I apologize. My name is Nez, Nezra. This is Gil. We're actually on our way to the cave in First Snow to rescue the Basidi children. I see. Well, my other would be interested in meeting you if you would be interested in meeting them. Perhaps along the way, if you follow me, it's not too far off your path. Look, man, I've been led astray before by other weird deer-like people, so uh, you gotta tell us more about this guy if we're going to be meeting him. Look, uh, you never go to a second location with talking deer. (laughs) Boy, did I make that a mistake once. (laughs) Very weird. Pasadena's fucking weird. My other is a druid. I'm I'm something of a druid myself. That is wonderful to know. She shall be very interested in meeting you then. Well, I, I think time is of the essence. Uh, 
It's not too far out of the way. If you would like to meet her, it could be to your benefit. She is quite kind. Uh, I look over to Nez. I mean, I don't really care. I like to meet the new people, see new faces. I We got nothing else going on, right? <laughs> it would be nice to have reinforcements. And another druid could be helpful. And maybe, maybe can can talk to her and make a new friend. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Or what is Loom doing? Loom is like staring at this at this stag and like looking back and forth between you guys. Like, are we really going to do this? Are we going to? Don't you have a plan in place? Plan for what? Rescuing the kidnapped children. All right. Yes. You've got other uh, friends going to meet you there. Yeah, but they're fine. They're always taking care of each other. Um, and I say we meet the druid lady. Uh, yeah, this uh, this nice. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. Are you talking to the stag? Yeah. My name is Gildebrand. <laughs> <laughs> Nez just starts drooling and has a thousand yard stare as his left eye wanders. This dude doesn't even know his own name. Can't trust shit. <laughs> My name is Yildred. Well, I, Loom, I think let's follow Yildred here and... They say that it's not that far off the off our path, and then once we meet up with them, we can do a walk and talk, and after that, we can, as Gil said, shag ass. I like it. Hey, do you care if I uh like sit on your back or whatever? I would prefer that you not. But like, would you? Would it be that bad? Can I just try it? <laughs> I mean, you would prefer not, but I mean, would it be all right? I would prefer not. <sighs> Are you Only sure? Only one rides me, and that is my other. But I think it would like make me have a really good impression on this other person. I think it would uh, look really cool. Go ahead and roll persuasion <laughs> at disadvantage. Uh, <laughs> whoops, sorry. 13. It almost looks like it's about to consider it for a second, and then it's it kind of like tilts its head. No, we're not far. It won't take long to get there. If you say so. Okay, lead the way. And the giant stag begins to walk off into the trees. Uh, Fee, we're going to hang out with a, like a stag real quick. Are you kidding me? We just started and they're already getting <laughs> taken off the map here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys are led through this little trail back a little ways. It takes a little bit longer than you thought it might. You're walking for about 20 minutes until you come to a clearing. And in the clearing is a little hut, uh, kind of made out of like what appears to be leathers and furs and things like that. It's kind of conical in shape, but it definitely looks like it's only going to fit like one person in there and potentially a very, very small person. So maybe somebody can size or something like that. 
Hmm. All right, Lim, we're going to need you to stand guard. Uh, gladly. I, uh, this gives me the, a weird, weird feeling. Why? He, like, s- steps back down the path a little bit and, and just kind of crosses his arms and stares out. What a wussy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just very cautious. This is like my bread and butter, yo. Let's do this. How so? What is it that you think we're doing here? I don't know. You, you find the cottage in the woods. You go inside. You talk to the person. Maybe they're cool. Maybe they're not cool. But then you deal with it. Hey, Loom. Yes. If you encounter some weird shit out here, give us a signal of something. I will scream. <laughs> All right. So what happens if... It's not a good thing if it turns out to be a bad thing. I think it would... Wait, do you mean inside here? Yeah. Well, you got to be ready to square up, man. Ness looks down at his feet. Maybe you can, like, hug her a little bit. I'm sure she'd, like, surrender to your charms. (laughs) You think so? I mean, it worked on Fenra, right? Well, I mean, that was... Things were... Yeah. uh, (laughs) <laughs> and I open the door. <laughs> you open the door and you find that there are a few, like, what appears to be injured animals immediately inside. Mm-hmm. You see, like, there is a, like, a bird with a, like, a broken wing that has, like, a splint on it. You see that there is a squirrel resting on, like, a bed of hay. Uh, you see... <laughs> <laughs> what? It just seems so stupid picturing like a, a bedridden squirrel just <laughs> got a thermometer in his mouth. Um, <laughs> ice pack on his head. Yeah, ice pack. Uh, yeah, you even see some bugs that appear like they're missing limbs and stuff like that and are like uh, just resting on essentially. Crutches, <laughs> crutches and, uh, taped to a centipede. <laughs> It doesn't help, but it looks funny. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and you, it, it seems relatively empty inside the cottage. Other than that, it's, it looks warm and cozy. There's a little bed that looks like maybe halfling sized uh, or something inside there. And uh, you see a bunch of like jars and tinctures and just, just filling the place. That's what like the vast majority of it is, uh, is like various ingredients in containers and things like that. And from behind you, you guys hear a soft voice. Oh. Hello. Hey, what's going on? And you guys turn around and you see a very, very short older woman. She appears to be... She looks gnomish in her uh, appearance, but also very short even for gnome standards uh she's you know like i said a little bit older she's dressed very like light and very utilitarian she's got like long braided hair which is like kind of graying but also it looks like it's dyed purple and she has a very friendly face oh you look like a teeny tiny little version of my aunt yuna how are you Well, well how are you Hi, uh, we're okay. Uh, I'm Nezra. This is Gil. Your familiar Yggdrasil said that you would help us uh, rescue the Basidi children that are captured in a cave north of here. His name was Yoldred, dude. I'm so sorry. Did Yoldred tell you that? Well, 
he has a tendency to be a bit of a tall teller. He's not even a familiar. I just rescued him long ago, and he stuck around for the ride. Oh, that is... that's so sweet. Thank you. You two seem like genuine folk. My name is Flora. Well, good to meet you, Flora. Thank you. It's good to meet you, too. Uh, What can I help y'all with? Is this your entourage? (laughs) And I point at the animals. Well, in a manner of speaking, you could definitely say that. These are little critters that I've found along the way and have tried to mend... Uh, there, there's still a little, a few days left that they have, so I can't really move right now. Uh, but that's okay. I really enjoy this area. Did you come because of my message? No, no. Uh, who did you send a message to? Well, I left a message for any druids in the area that if, if they wanted to contact me, they didn't have far to look. They could just come on by and see me. Yeah, I totally saw your message. I'm something of a druid myself. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. Nez just kind of looks at Gil like, huh? Give me a deception roll. Well, I'm going to also cast uh, Shillelagh on my uh, staff. Um, okay. And it, I mean, that's a druid spell. Uh, it's mm-hmm. going to have this driftwood looking petrified wood uh, swirl up the the staff of it. Um, okay, now you can roll deception with advantage. 20. Damn. Well, that is a very neat trick there, sweetheart. How can I help you two? Oh, sweetheart, that's very nice. Uh, I don't know. What Like, what did you want to see druids for? Well, you know, it's always good to sit around and chat for a bit and, and just kind of share methods of the trade and maybe learn some new methods myself i you know it's i'm on the road a lot so anytime i can see somebody with a similar vocational background i i always enjoy it well are are you familiar with or friendly with the the cd village that's not far from here i stopped there for a night or two and you know they're they're just all right but you know i gotta keep moving on there's lots of people out here i gotta help would you be interested in helping Rescue Basidi children? Well, that's not really my forte. Could you give us some, like, cool stuff or something? Or teach us something cool? And we can teach you something cool back? Well, now you're speaking my language See, Nazar, you got to learn how to talk to people. You got to understand the, their wants and needs. Well, it's very insightful, Gil. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that you would like to offer me? And I can tell you what I can offer you. I can teach you how to shadow dance. What's shadow dancing? Uh, and then Sugar, I, I gotta let you know I'm quite, quite capable of cutting a rug myself. So this better be some powerfully adventurous dancing. Well, this is different because with, I'm quite stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is different because you're dancing for two. You know how you sometimes you have a partner to cut the rug with. If it's any good kind of dancing. Well, now you need to use yourself as your own partner. And uh, I start doing like a square dance. And uh, my shadow is like doing the reverse version of the square dance. And uh, we're going to swing our arms do 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 like a little <laughs> spin around thing and then stop with a ha. <laughs> I, can do well, a per- I can do a performance that- if you want. 
What's that? I can do a performance. It could be no, bad. I, I think this will be impressive enough on its own that it's it's definitely going to be kind of captivating. She's like, well, that is just the dangest thing. I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like that. You call yeah. that shadow dancing. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm on my new shit. This is kind of new for me, too, but <laughs> I figured out like a little while ago I could do that. Well, that is that is very impressive. And how about you, sweetie? What can you do? Um, I, uh... <laughs> Nez, like, doesn't really Gas have much. lightning bolt on her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what the fuck about your breath, dude? Turns into fucking Palpatine. Um, you could do the breath thing. That's cool. I, I could teach you... I mean, you're a druid, so I assume you know Find Familiar? Do you know that spell? Well... Let's say that I don't. What are you going to show me? Well, I could show you how to summon it and uh, summon your familiar. So you got yourself a familiar. I do. And they say you can tell a lot about somebody based on their familiar. So why don't you go ahead and show me, sweetheart? Yeah, you bet. And I uh, just kind of stamp my staff down real quick and do like a <laughs> whistle. That was mm. not a whistle, but whistle. <laughs> Uh, All right. Uh, there we go. Sorry, just my D&D Beyond was lagging a little bit. Um, yeah, and I summon Sif. And then <laughs> Sif appears and flutters around, and she just, her eyes, like, go wide and, like, very dazzled. Well, I do not think I've ever seen a familiar quite like that. That is, is that a Lunamoth? It is. Yep, this is Sif. Sif, this is Flora. And you even notice that Sif kind of, like, floats around Flora and, like, lands on her shoulder. And she, like, kind of rubs the Luna Moth under, like, the face area. And then he hops onto her finger. You can go back, sweetie. Don't worry. And she, like, sends him back and he comes flapping o back over to you, Nezra. Well, that is just delightful. I really appreciate that. And, you you, you know, you took good care of Yildred when... When uh, he came out there, he can be, he can have a bit of an attitude at times, but I'm glad you didn't take too much affront to it. He didn't let me ride the ham. <laughs> she like turns. Yodred, you didn't let these tired, weary travelers ride you? <laughs> well, I don't care, Yodred. You know we've talked about this. Yes. No, oh, don't take that tone with me, Yodred. All right, no berries. That's what I thought. Okay. He <laughs> says that if you'd like to ride him now, you absolutely can. However, I think that you have more pressing matters to attend to. Well, the fancy left me anyway. I was feeling kind of spiteful, to be honest. <laughs> well, you can't let spot fester, sweetie. Trust me on that. It's only going to bury itself deep inside and come out in ways you don't expect or intend. Wow, that is a really wise thing you just said. Well... It's, you know, a little bit of woodland knowledge there for you. You spend enough time alone, you get a lot of introspection. Right. Anyway, what well, were you going to show us then? Well, how about I just give you something? Since you're on a little journey here, I think it would be mighty nice of you to go rescue them kids. And while I can't help myself in a mm, altercation sort of way, I can help... In another way, I'm, as you said, 
you said you're something of a druid. Well, I'm something of a brewer. And she like hefts this sack off of her shoulder and she reaches in and she pulls out two bottles of this like shining, like golden colored liquid and sets them down on the ground in uh, front of you guys. That right here, these are potions of superior healing. Mm. I brewed them myself this morning, found just the right ingredients and was able to do that. Now, how many do you need? Is it just you three? And she like points back over to Loom. Uh, we don't need one for him. Uh, there's two more of us. Uh, and they're the little mushroom kid, too, I guess. Well, in that case, and she, like, reaches in and she pulls out, like, a, like basically a mason jar, which has, like, this undulating liquid inside of it. Now, be very careful with this. Which, which you has a steadier hand? Oh, totally me. Totally me. Absolutely. So she... She hands it to you, Gil. Now, don't Nez was Nez was naively like thinking, oh, they would determine <laughs> by holding out their hands. And so he's got his hand held out, and then he just, oh, I guess, whatever. Uh, yeah, give me a Constitution to save Nez. Oh, okay. Uh, dirty twenty, actually. Mm. Nez has hands of ice. They do not move at all. They're very, very steady. Even you would pick that up, Gil. That's on. Br- that's on brand. <laughs> And she hands it to you. Now, this is something doesn't even have a name yet, but I brewed this a few months ago, just in the case that somebody needed some mass healing. You open this up around them, they're mushroom kids, and they'll be right as rain just afterwards. That's fantastic. How big is this thing? Uh, it's like the size of a mason jar. Okay. Is it like juice or is it like gas? Well, you open it up and it'll do its work. So you just open up and step back a little bit so other people can gather around and it should cover the lot of you pretty well. Now, this might be a little forward and I apologize, but I I like concocting uh, things myself. Do you happen to have any recipes? Well, sweetie, absolutely. You know what? I'll give you two. You guys have been so polite, so nice. I haven't seen anybody in a few days. Let me get some scratch paper, and I'll be right back. Now we're going to switch to Can and Fee. So, after a few moments, Can and Fee, well, maybe five minutes, uh, a bunch of roots are, like have been ripped out of the walls by these little little mushies, and they like throw them down at your feet. They procure like a, about a 50-foot length of rope and set that down by your feet. It's a pretty big pile of roots. Um, and uh, Rabini like kind of finally gets off of his crate and like walks over. And Can, you're uh, roughly the same height as Rabini. He's pretty short, but he's uh, especially for a for a Basidi. But uh, yeah, you guys can see eye to eye on this. <laughs> okay, well, you guys are gonna need some weapons if we're all gonna go up there. Yeah, that's the plan. So everybody, grab yourself. A root. Okay. And he, like, kind of, like, motions to everybody, and they all, like, you know, grab some roots. Okay, now what? Now pick which end fits the best in your hand. Uh, Okay. And they all, like, kind of, like, position the roots in a way that, like, they think feels comfortable. They're all really confused looking at you. Okay. So 
do you guys all have like little knives or sharp rocks or anything like that? One one of the Basidi children says, "We can we can get some sharp rocks." Okay, we'll do that, and then on the side that you're the end that you're not going to be holding on to. Yeah, I want you to like make little cuts and curl the root out. Don't take it off. You okay. still want it attached, but make like little claws that come off. L- little claws? Yeah. Okay. And then R- all over. Rubini's like, "Okay, everyone, get out there and and start sharpening these roots. We're going to make some weapons. We're going to save our friends." And they're like, "Yeah!" They like start rushing off and looking <laughs> for like rocks to sh- like sharpen these off on. Okay, so then I'm going to pull Robini to the side. Okay. Cuz everyone's like busy now, right? Mhm. So you guys don't have much of a plan, do you? He, like, looks around nervously. No, we got, like, a plan. Definitely. We're gonna, we're gonna, um, go with you guys, and that is part of the plan, getting strong people to help us take back our, our fortification. Okay, um, well, we're gonna have to know, like, what we're walking into. Uh, and okay. you, you gave some good info. Yeah, well... But is there, like, any way to, like, peek? Yeah, uh, the the way this tunnel goes is it goes a, a little ways away from, from first snow, and you can come out of the trees and you can see. That's how we've been watching all of their activity. Do you have any scouts out there right now? No, everybody's inside. We got somebody near near the end, but no, it didn't seem safe right now. Can I overhear this at all? I I mean, You're yeah. included in this. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Um, so how do you communicate with each other if there's someone over towards that way? Well, we have our, we have our, our flutes and we've, we've developed the, all these like signals and stuff like that. That's how we, uh, the, the fl- flute in general can signal if somebody's there or if there's danger coming or anything like that. Okay. That's pretty cool. Huh. Uh, yeah, wh- whatever information you guys need. I mean, you guys are adults that are not going to tell our parents, so we can trust you, right? Well, here's the thing about telling your parents. What? Like, he, like, looks really nervous. <laughs> well, if we don't get this resolved, nobody's ever going to tell your parents because they're going to get attacked. So this isn't just about your friends, man. This is like about your family and your village. Yeah, you can uh, you can give them a heads up, tell them to ready weapons and stuff just in case. I mean, maybe don't tell your friends about that, but but give, I think you need to know like what's on the line. Give me persuasion, and with since Fee was also assisting, you can have it with advantage. <laughs> huh. Sixteen. Sixteen. He like nods. Um, that's a that's a good point. I didn't really think about that. Um, so, okay, what do we do next then? Maybe. Okay. Fee, when are when are the others supposed to meet up with us? 
Did we make a plan for that at all? Well, you know that I <laughs> oh, yeah. said we were going to go hang out with a, a stag real quick. Yeah. Honestly, they might be fighting someone and may end up dead anyway because they had one distraction and already went off doing something else. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I think we're going to beat them. Uh, fair. <laughs> well, shit. Okay. Well, I guess... I I hope they show up and I hope we can make a plan with them, but if they're not here, they're not here and we're going to have to take care of it ourselves. Yeah. So, Fee and Crumb, yeah. what do you bring into the table? <laughs> I bring hellfire that I will just destroy all in my uh, my immediate vicinity. I will I will I will become the, the god of death. And and I will exact my revenge one life at a time, and I will suck their souls into my body. That's perfect. Can I you like really that. do all that? Pro- probably. <laughs> like the the fire and the soul sucking. That's a th- that's like a thing you do. You, you know, um, I never really like to share the details. Beforehand, I, I so, get it. Keep your cards close to your chest. And yeah, yeah, you don't want people to know what you can and can't do. Sure. Am I right? Mm-hmm. I well, mean, I, I, I specifically asked, yeah, and it's I'm, like our lives. Yeah, so. she does kind of I mean, want like facts right now. Y- you know, you know, I'm, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, and say that uh, you'll see when you see. It's kind of the the mystery of my power. Okay. Oh my uh, god. Well, we know he has. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so we know he, he has Bophelia. Sick of his shit. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we know he has Bophelia. So at least he can shoot. Um, yeah. The the bow that I named completely on my own. Absolutely. No help from anybody. Right. Yep. Um. And then I mean. Yeah, what is going to be the game plan? Do we want to just go in guns a blazing? Do we want to like I mean, obviously okay. we might want to sneak first. Here's here's what I'm thinking. Robini. Yeah. Who's your best scout? Uh who's your best two scouts? That would be Alori and Jonfa. Okay. Well, we're going to need to send them ahead. And okay. it's going to be dangerous. That's okay. But we need to make a list of things that we need to know for sure. Okay. Like I want what? a number of how many bad guys there are. Okay. What else? I want number of weapons. Like, what kind of weapons? Okay. What else? I want to know how the all the cages are laid out. Are they side by side? Are they in a big circle? Okay. I need to know how many how many kids per cage there are. Okay. And if they can get a look and see how those cages are locked, that would be really helpful. Okay. All right. And then, like, if there's one person in charge, I need a good description. Okay. Also, if you there's been... Don't... Sorry. Also, if there's been any glaring evidence of something that the people, the capturers don't like, something that seems to, like, hurt them or anything like that, that would be really convenient. Weaknesses? All right, I can I'm check I'm imagining it. him, like, spying, and they're all... All of these bad guys are, like, scraping green beans into the trash. <laughs> 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 green beans! <laughs> 
Yeah, and also find out uh, a list of their fears and uh, find out if any of them are allergic to salt. Mm. You got a lot of salt crumb? I don't got nothing that I haven't earned. That's all I'm saying. They're not allergic to salt because they he bit one and it tasted like salt. Mm. Well, that's a good point. That's true. You should be an investigator. Okay, so <laughs> Rubini, grab your two guys, give them this list, and send them with a whip. Um, a, a, a whip? Yeah, like the roots. Oh, is that is that what they are? Yeah. Uh, um. Uh, okay. Um. Also, like, fill your pockets with dirt. Dirt. Yeah, if someone's being like a real jerk to you, you can throw it in their eyes. <laughs> oh, okay, um, okay. And he like rushes off to grab uh, those guys. And uh, and what are you guys doing while he goes to tell them? I like okay. that Kane I'm- is just training a child army now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna turn back to Crumb and Fee. Okay, those kids can't know what's about to happen to their parents. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. that's like a, a, a real downer. Yeah, they need to be able to focus during the fight. And if they're focused yeah. on their weaknesses, then yeah, just bye-bye to those little mushroom kids. Exactly. Also, I don't know if there's like a an appropriate way to ask this, but um, from my experience with mushrooms, uh, they have, you know, spores. So yeah. I, do you think they can like release those on command? I, I don't know. I, I, it's, I'm not sure. I, it sounded like, uh, didn't they say that's how they like reproduce? That but would I guess be really there's cool. also spores in the air that were changing the, the, the way the, the translation for people. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Maybe, that- maybe they're like other. Oh, they're not really like real mushrooms, but they're like people mushrooms. But maybe they have Crumb like just like yells in the middle of your sentence. Hey, you guys got any like attack spores? Or how do you how do you guys' bodies work? Can you like make a, a guess or or maybe like fire? Or Can something? you like sweat um like poison like some some of your um. Cousin, <laughs> and the kids all look like very confused. Never mind, never mind. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna have it. Okay, that was wishful thinking. Yeah, they they kind of just seem ill-equipped. Like this is really out of their uh, jurisdiction here. I like your idea of sending like the children forward first, and oh. then they can they can definitely like be like a, a barricade when we finally blow out of there and start attacking. <laughs> It's a good idea, because then we spend us spending less time getting, uh, you know, having to sort to the details. Let them do it, and then we clean up the mess. So, yeah, so no, we, that's yeah, not what we're doing. Yeah, we we can't have them go first, Crumb. They'll die. They, they're very un, unequipped. They're, but you just send two of them to their deaths right now. No, they're, they're just sneaking. looking. Yeah, they're just looking. They're not going into there yet. We actually should just teach them just to have in the back burner a way to alert others when they're being captured or something. Because, Yeah, it seems like a very heavy mantle to put on some children. Well, the good news is this is where they're set up. The bad guys are set up. So, like, 
Where else are they gonna take him except put him in a cage? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a that's a really good point. Unless they, you know, like kill him, which would be kind of funny if they just like kicking them and they explode. Maybe, but I don't know if they want to kill him. They haven't killed any of the others. That we know of. Yeah. Jinx. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, all right. So what are you guys going to do? Okay. Um, so have those kids left? Yes. Okay. Uh, we're going to wait for them to come back with information. Okay. Hopefully some good information. And in the meantime, I'm going to cure the little spikes that they cut on their whips so they're nice and sharp. And how are you going to do that? I'm going to take my torch and I'm going to have them line them up in a neat row, all facing the same direction. Okay. And then I'm just going to hover my torch over and slowly go down the line. Drying them out. This is a fantasy world in my mind at work. <laughs> um, give me um, a survival roll with advantage, because that sounds very compelling. Well, it wasn't. 13. No, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, you. they go down the line and you start curing them. It doesn't take much to... to uh, do something like this. So as they go down the line, you start curing the ends of these roots. And yeah, they've got their little thorny whips. Okay. So everyone grab your whip. They all hold them Don't up. Don't whip them. Not yet. What, these are you watch as one Stop like little it. mushroom slowly hey. like, <laughs> flicks this forward. These are dangerous. Okay. Sorry. They're for bad guys. Okay. Sorry. And protecting yourself. Okay. Sorry. And then you okay. will never use them again. Well, I mean, you need something sometimes. <laughs> but only for bad guys, not for each other. Well, I mean, obviously don't use them on each other, but like <laughs> the, there comes a time in life where you need protection. Okay. Anyway, so you can, you all know how to like, how to whip around, right? You just like fling it. It's all on the wrist. Should we practice? Um... You might just have to figure it out, because this is a little tunnel. Okay. Um, but I think that you guys should try to stick... How many are there? There's about 20. Okay. No, I think that'll be good. Do all of you have, like, a best friend here? Are they, like, kind of look around? Or, like, a partner? We we can partner up if you want. Yeah. And you watch as they pair off. There's ten groups now. I just figured sometimes it like works better if it's like a best friend. Yeah, buddy system. <laughs> that whole thing. Okay, so I want you guys to stick together. Unless okay. there is like a, a real good reason not to. Okay. But I need you guys to stick together in your buddy system. And you... Need to Can we have team names? Yeah. Yes. And the, you watch us tuba CD high five. Yes. <laughs> We're going to be team really cool. Okay. Team really cool and everyone else. <laughs> Some moves that you need to do. You need to watch your partner's back. You need to be really careful that you don't hit them with your weapon. You need to make sure that you're looking out that, that they're safe but you also need to be like really aggressive. All right, so you're in sh you're trying to instruct them. Mhm. Mm so go ahead and give me a persuasion roll and fee are you also going to try to instruct them? Yes, and then I'll make sure to kind of follow that with and if your buddy is taken 
or you are in danger and you need to alert someone else, you need to make a loud sound. If you, for some reason, don't have your weapons and you already threw your dirt, try to just, like, scratch their eyes or bite them. Like how Robini got away. Definitely biting is great. Uh, um, yeah. Okay, so with Fee's help, now you can have advantage on that persuasion roll. You guys are working together. 14. Okay, yeah, they they start, you know, working on this, and you guys are pretty impressed with the progress that they're making. You know, they're absorbing it very well. Okay, and then my most important advice for you. Yeah? The best weapon... Is? Nature. What does that mean? It means you can use anything as a weapon when you're out in nature, man. You can, like, that dirt that you're shoving in your pockets, throw it in someone's eyes. Oh. If you find, like, a stick, hit someone with it. Poke them with it. <laughs> Rocks. Oh, man. Is that what you do when you fight? Why well, I, I have a slightly different style, but in a pinch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. We're going to switch back to Can and Nez. Sorry, Gil and Nez. My mistake. All these one-syllable names. Um, so, yeah, of, after a few moments, Flora returns from her little... Uh, her little hut and she's got a piece of paper there and she hands it to you Nezra now don't be you know this is these are some of my original recipes so keep them keep them close to you I don't I don't just hand these out all willy-nilly to just about anybody so it, but you mentioned that you are interested in the craft and I smell something else you guys mentioned you had two others and I wonder if one of those others was a druid and another person deals with alchemy, you just got that scent about you. Probably. Incredible. So, that being the case, I gave you one recipe for something for somebody who like specializes in herbalism and one for anyone who specializes in, in alchemy. So that way you can you can use your use your group together, pool your resources, and uh, work together, because I think that's the most important part. No no one's an island, but together you can be an archipelago. It's archipelago. Ar- uh, it must be, must be the accent. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and, but- anyway, um, so there you go, and uh, you just, you go right ahead, and you, you, uh, you commit those memory. You can take that with you. Um, some of those ingredients are a little bit, uh, a little bit harder to find, a little bit rarer. But if you procure them, well, you're gonna have one heck of a potion on your hands. Well, I appreciate it so much. Thank you, mm-hmm. and thank you for the wise words. Yeah, um, the shoots potion- a look at Gil. Like <laughs> you could learn a fucking thing or two. <laughs> I'm still looking at her. The names of the potion. The first one is uh, the potion of long long rest, mm. and it specifies in like large letters can only be used once every seven days. Um, and I'll give you the ingredients list here. Um, just write write the names down for now. And the other one is called one second, one second, one second. Heroes feast for one. And if you want to give me an Arcana check, you might be able to just for a little bit learn a little bit more uh, about that based on that. You got it, dude. 
16. So you've heard of the Hero's Feast spell, um, and if it's anything like that, it's quite a powerful spell that might uh, be very beneficial in, in potion form. Sweet. So if you, at any point, you can look up the Hero's Feast spell and you can kind of see what some of the details are. If it's anything like that, though, you're pretty sure that's a very, very helpful potion to have on hand. And uh, she, like, kind of looks around. Well, there's something different in the air right now. You guys might want to get on down the road as quickly as possible. Um, Yildred, why don't you, uh, why don't you give these three, uh, some assistance? And the large stag comes out of the forest where it was kind of, like, bashfully hiding and, and, like, comes over and, uh, and just kind of, like, lowers his head a little bit. Why don't y'all get on Yildred's back and he's plenty big enough to carry all three of you. He can get you over there. But I'd say something you guys should probably get going. And in fact, she, like, hefts her bag again. There's six regular healing potions in there and a couple other things. Go ahead and take all that. You're probably going to need it. Holy shit. I'll take it. If we ever uh, meet again, and I hope we do, I hope we can share some stories and not not be uh, so pressed for time. Agreed. I think you would really like to meet our other friends, too. I know that I would. Based on their scent, I think that they're mighty fine folk. I don't smell shit. It's nice to meet you, Flora. It's nice to meet both of you, Gil and Nez, and your friend quietly looming over there. <laughs> nah, don't worry about him. He sucks. Let's go. <laughs> Do you guys climb onto Yildred's back? Shit, yeah. All right. You guys climb onto Yildred's back. Loom very cautiously climbs onto Yildred's back, and you guys set off for first snow at a very high speed. Back to Cannon Fee. I would like to add that I'm going to hold on to his antlers and pretend <laughs> so to, in the front. to like steer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, nice. Um, so yeah, you guys head off at a top speed. Can and Fee, as you guys are all practicing, you guys hear down the tunnel. <laughs> like urgent flute noises, like very rapid fire and all the kids like freeze up all of a sudden. And they, like, look around, and then they look at you guys, and then they look at Rabini, and he goes, Oh, no. What? They were taken. Oh, fuck. And that's where we're going to end for the night. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Damn it. And I would like to give a very special shout out to our patron B, who is the one who gave me the NPC of Flora. Nice. Sweet. Very good. Patron-based NPC. That sounds like a new character for sure. I love it. That's what we like. Like, Not kill us, but fucking give us (laughs) healing potions. That's what I'm talking about. So shout out to our patron B. uh, What's what's B's uh, username on there? Bray Bay? Is it, it Bray Bay? Yeah, I don't think it's B. I think it's I know it's Mediocre B in our Discord. So thank um, you, Mediocre B, Bay Bray, whatever whatever you go by. Thank you so much. We love it. I love it. Yeah. Animals. Super so rad. cute. I want Florida to come back again. Yes. 
All right. Now it's time for tonight's MVPC. The most valuable player character. I want to know who you guys believe deserves an additional 1D10 of DM inspiration. Now, for those of you listening and for those of you here at the table, Nez is one, Gil is two, Fee is three, and Can is four. On the count of three, I'm going to have you guys hold up the number of fingers corresponding to the person you would like to see become most valuable player character. Now I'll give you guys a moment to decide, and then we will vote. You guys ready? Uh Uh-huh. One, two, three, vote. Hold them up high. All right, that's three votes for Can and one vote for Gil. Can, why'd you vote for Gil? I voted for Gil because uh, he was all about going and just like wandering off and like (laughs) getting off task. But I think that is going to prove to be very helpful. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Slash valuable. I mean, he made out like bandits. Yeah. Do I get residuals for all these second places? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, you have the esteem of your colleagues. Tight. Wait, that's useless. This is useless to me. (laughs) Fee, why'd you vote for Can? Um, you know, working with me to whip these kids into shape, and uh, she had some good ideas with like the roots and using those as whips, and like, yeah, just really getting them ready for war. (laughs) For war. (laughs) Very nice. Um, Gil, why'd you vote for Can? Yeah, just really unexpected good tacticianing happening mm-hmm. from can uh just very <laughs> plan forward and all that stuff could become can useful forward. eventually <laughs> yes it may and nezra why did you vote for can i like the idea of can building a child army <laughs> but they're most of them are taller than yeah and her just being like no you gotta fucking stab him with the pointy end. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, just like that whole dynamic is hilarious to me and I love it. More please. <laughs> All right, that means tonight's MVPC is Kanakanga. Yes. Take your Celebrate. 1D10 and invest it in Ugh, like little armies? tiny beds, I guess. <laughs> I'm investing it in better roles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now you did pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, your rolls were decent. Uh, well, they wouldn't have been if I didn't have advantage on a lot of them. Well, that's 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 one of the nice things about things like like charisma-based skills is that if you impress me or if I think that that's a very compelling argument, it's good. It's well, not always I a mean, for sure thing. But. A lot of fee helping uh, yeah. added mm-hmm. to that. Exactly. Too. Definitely. All right. Well, I think that's it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. Tomas, tell them about where they should go to send their appreciation. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. It can be a negative Wendy's review. As long as you give us five stars, we'll take it. Uh, Anywhere. Facebook, uh, our website, email us. Just tell us what you like about the show, and we will tell everyone else. (laughs) <laughs> that was a very <laughs> matter of fact <laughs> way of uh, telling people what to do. Yeah, um, Fee, or I guess Lindsay, <laughs> I guess. whoever I am, tell them about the Discord. So you know what I hate? I hate when fun costs so much money. But you know what fun doesn't cost money? 
Which one? The Discord. It's free. Oh, shit. It's free. Free, and it's full of fun and whimsy and pictures and uh, emojis and memes and everything that you want. Standard fun stuff. So, yeah, go to the Discord. Talk to us. How can they find it? It's in the bio or whatever it is. Uh, what the is description. It? The description bio. <laughs> the, the bio of the episode. The bio episode description. <laughs> it's there in the link tree. And just just hop right in. You know, make yourself known. We'll say hi to you. And then you can talk to us. You can talk to other people. You can talk about the podcast or other cool shit. So go there. It's free. 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 Thank you. Billy, tell them about the Patreon. So you go to the Patreon. You go patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate. And you're going to check out the tiers. You're going to see what we got. You can pay X amount of money for Y amount of goodies. And if you do the highest tier of thing, you're going to get the most goodies. And everybody agrees the goodie bag, the swag bag is the bag to get. Mm-hmm. You want it. Other That's people bag, say baby. you want it. It's your bag baby <laughs> um so do it and you know and it's way better than not being a it's patron way better than not doing it because then yeah. you know what bag you get the poop bag <laughs> <laughs> do not get the poop bag yeah we're gonna find uh, your address and send you poop bags <laughs> we're gonna send you your shit they call the shit poop <laughs> thank you billy and michaela why don't you tell them about merch Okay, but first I need everyone to close your eyes and I'm going to take you on a little trip really quick. Ooh, okay. So fun 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 fun. Close your eyes and okay. let's let's think about feeling our best. Okay. What's your ideal outfit? Snuggy. Full Don't say it out suit. loud. Oh. Shh. <laughs> think about looking your best. Think about maybe something colorful, something that tells the world this is what I love. These are my hobbies. Maybe we have this in common. Or maybe you just don't understand it at all, but I look great. Maybe you're imagining yourself in a cool t-shirt and your baby in a fun onesie. Maybe you're picturing yourself in a fun onesie, but that doesn't exist yet in this world. (laughs) All right, now open your eyes and look down. Are you wearing that outfit? If not, go to Tee Public. (laughs) Get a t-shirt, get a tank top, get a onesie. That's it. Nice. I pictured yeah. them like driving while listening to the podcast and you're telling them to close well, their eyes. Well, I gotta do what Michaela said. <laughs> All right. Woo! Seems ill-advised, but here we go. They just keep driving with their eyes closed, not even pull over. <laughs> Don't you dare get in a car accident unless you are wearing one of our shirts. <laughs> we want to see it on the, shit on the news. Yeah. <laughs> You want uh, them to find your body in style. <laughs> That's our new new tagline. Find your body in style. Yes. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening, folks. See you next week. I am your host and DM, Seth, and this is the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Bye. Bye. Adios. Bye. Come to you.
Oh, man. Speaking of guilty pleasure, I have watched more of that one fucking show that you told me to watch. Oh, yeah. Are you the one? Yes. God. Oh, yeah. Uh, we haven't gone down that rabbit hole yet. It is such a guilty pleasure, but it is, it is. like it is our favorite. Like, let's drink and watch yeah. this show and like make that fun of make it. it. And it's 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 so great because it's just like uh, these people have no idea about anything. I know. And, and, and there's but it's not like in a frustrating way. It's just it's just like, let's watch this train wreck unfold because it's just yes. a bunch of like young, sexy people like <laughs> yeah, trying to find love. And they're and, all like, this is definitely my perfect match. Obviously, even though I yeah, talked about my track record like of blue. never doing this right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, man. We both put ketchup on our eggs. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. We both ha- come from families of divorce. Yeah. yeah, that was yes. literally one of their yep. like reasons. Or, yeah. or then that's like a really deep one. Yep. Yeah. Or the one Very guy where people. it's like one guy where it's like we're from the same place and that's oh. it. That's it. Yeah, you're and then, you're watching that guy. Oh fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Wait, god. Wait, how, how many seasons have you watched? I'm just on first season or whatever that well, season it's is. It's weird. I th- I think yeah. they took one off. They took and, some off. Yeah, they, they took did. some off because yeah, we were like, that was wait, the wait. only one they had on Netflix. So okay, yeah, because there there was a season before that one, and mm-hmm. it's still like it's like 2004 or 2014 or 15 still. Oh, so weird. it's been a few years. But also, one of the girls on the last season that was on this, she's also in S- Sexy Beast season two. Oh man, so weird. It's like she's been making the rounds on these reality dating so. shows. It's not working out for her, apparently. <laughs> yeah, poor Don't girl. Don't know why. Mm. Yeah, poor thing. Well, I think most of these people go on these shows as like exposure. Oh, for sure. Because a lot of them kind yeah. of mention what they do for a living, and yeah, I'm an influencer. <laughs> yeah. When life hands you garbage, you say "fuck the garbage" and bail. <laughs> and pale. Yeah. Mmm, garbage pail kids. Mm-hmm. Whoa, fuck the garbage and pail. Does <laughs> <laughs> that take the money and run? Yeah, it's yeah. Been a, I was going to say, it's been a hot minute since I've had a Steve Miller sesh. <laughs> Some people call me the space cowboy. <laughs> cowboy. <laughs> Some people call me Maurice. <laughs> but never call me late for dinner Cause I'm wah, a eater wah. I'm a gorger <laughs> I'm a midnight porker <laughs> <laughs> I eat my sandwich on the road uh, I'm gonna use the Sias question um, Just cause it's their most recent one Where would you like to visit? Oh, damn it. You can use a real one, or you can do a fictitious one. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, (laughs) that's misleading. A one that is established canon, or one that is (laughs) perhaps just a rumored place. I've always wanted to go to Glasgow. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to see the the Wisconsin Dells. (laughs) 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 They've got sick water slides, man. (laughs) 
<laughs> what a perfect place for Gil to want to go. <laughs> He's got like one of those like floaties that you wear around your waist. It's like a this giraffe fun, or something. <laughs> this is a good time. This shit rules. I went to that uh, the the White House. It was all crooked. <laughs> Everything was upside down. I chased an alien. I fell asleep in like five wave pools. <laughs> Just furiously sucking at his back. <laughs> Got deep fried, deep fried butter. Oh man! I'm just imagining Gil's goal in the Dells is to piss in all of the pools. <laughs> just walking like, around, just chasing them off as he goes. <laughs> ah, yeah. One seventy one, one seventy two. <laughs> oh, don't forget about the kiddie pools. So, Billy, we... you look like a Monchichi. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was very terrifying, Billy. Show Lindsay. I missed do it. Do it again. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that should That's be so how you talk. <laughs> uh, we should have taken a photo of that for our, like, behind oh, the scenes yeah. content. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> look at this in- fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> look what we found in Billy's basement. What the fuck? <laughs> it was sealed into the wall for a reason. Just include the photo and be like, what should we name it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Naming our monster. Taking suggestions. 